1: What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for the first episode of our new game show, Real or Creepy. That's where our guests determine whether or not these two stories from Reddit are a real haunting or a fake creepy pasta. Today's guest, you know them, Kat and JJ. Thanks, Cat and JJ, for coming on your own game show.
2: Oh, oh, my goodness. We are
1: so excited. I have never
2: done a podcast before. This is... <laughs> So cool. Yeah. And it's a game show. Double, and it's
1: a game show.
2: Yeah. Double win. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah.
1: That's what makes our stories from Reddit different than every other spooky podcast that does story from Reddit. We turned mm-hmm. it into a game show.
2: That's right. What are the
0: prizes if we win? Humility, I think. Ugh, pass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's all I want. So.
0: Just some humility. All
1: right. Well, we will jump into our first story. This was posted by H... K.O. Papa Kalasha 69. It doesn't get any better than that. Nice. And the title of this one is Paranormal Experiences at My Ranch. I swear on my family, it's true. So my grandpa has this ranch about 25 miles east of Payson, Arizona. For those in Arizona, it's between Hyler Creek and the 260. It's very secluded, but the land is good for grazing. I spent a lot of time running Jersey cattle on the range. So it sounds like we have a cowboy. Every night, one of us rides out to check on the cattle in the field and to check the fence line for holes in the wire. A few days ago, I was riding out to check on the herd at about 1.30 a.m. and I kept hearing rustling in the tree line running along the fence perimeter. I figured it was coyotes or squirrels. I see a lot of them up there. It went away every 10 to 15 minutes and then I could hear it again. The second time I heard it, I was off my horse and walking him to a little water trough. The cows were about 150 to 200 yards away, just within my view with the moonlight. I heard the rustling again, but this time it was heavy. Me and my horse Vegas both looked up at the same time, wondering what the fuck we were hearing. At this point, I came to the eerie realization that whatever was out there was tracking me and Vegas. It didn't seem so interested in the cows. So in an attempt to scare it off, I got back on my horse and grabbed my whip and uncoiled it. I don't use it on animals, I only use it to make loud noises to move the cattle. And I cracked it a few times rather than using my pistol. The rustling stopped and the forest was dead quiet once more. Not thinking much about it, I went back to count the head. I guess that means he was counting the cattle. Mm -hmm. I I marked 38 heads, all the cows were there. So I started my way back to the house. I was about three and a half miles away. It's a bit of a trail ride to get back. It was about 10 minutes of silence until I heard the rustling again. At this point, I was getting pissed. I figured it was some little dumbass coyote (laughs) thinking we were going to lead him somewhere. So I called my grandpa on the radio and told him I was going to fire my gun so he didn't get worried. So I reached down and pulled my revolver from my side and I fired one round into the air. The rustling stopped as the shot rang out through the woods and the mountains. My ears rang and the smell of gunpowder filled my nose as the smoke settled. After I calmed Vegas down, I started riding back, only for the rustling to come back five minutes later. I started getting really nervous at this point because usually coyotes run away when they get scared by loud noise. I didn't have a flashlight on me because I'm dumb and forgot, so I used my lame iPhone flashlight and dismounted. I slowly walked to the tree line where I heard the rustling as, I had my gun out ready for an animal to jump at me or something worse. I flashed my light around through the clearing of the trees and to my right, I heard rustling about a hundred feet away. I turned over and to my surprise and confusion, I saw a black silhouette of a horse run across the trail. I immediately thought, shit, is that one of our horses? Is that somebody else's horse? So I rode over to where I saw the horse shaking with anxiety. I looked and was confused as how a horse even ran out of and into the forest because it was so thick with shrubbery. And when I looked back behind me to start riding back, I stopped frozen in fear. As I got the chills, I dropped my gun and heard the sound of it hitting the ground echo through the woods because in front of me about 50 feet away was a silhouette of a man wearing a flat brim hat and appeared to have chaps on. I picked up my gun and aimed at the figure. And it was gone. I got back on Vegas and rode like the wind to get out of there, constantly looking behind me in fear of it was following me. I made it back and told my grandpa he was trying to calm me down and said he's had some weird experiences out there too. Okay, so that was a bit of a tale, right? I mean, this guy's in the forest. I don't know if you guys watch Yellowstone. Yellowstone but had some real Yellowstone vibes there. Thank you, JJ. Um, But what do you guys think? I mean, it was a, it was well-written. It was a fun journey. Did, did it give you spooky vibes? Do you feel like it could be real?
2: Well, just real quick. Are we allowed to use our phones during, during the story? Asking for someone else that's looking up this place on his phone.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's any rules of what you can and can't do as long
0: as you stay engaged. (laughs) Well, I wanted to make sure Pace in Arizona was a real. Well, place. that's part
2: of the game, JJ. You and have to, you have to like totally it's, it's without.
0: Like, I'm Googling is is the ghost cowboy silhouette a real ghost?
2: Yeah, but like, but like, maybe for good storytelling, they made up a place that sounded really real because that's what storytellers do. And
0: that's what I want to know. If well, we all
2: want to know. With,
0: us with the name of. Well, what place. was your conclusion? My conclusion is that Payson, Arizona is a real place. Okay. And that uh, cows currently outnumber humans in Arizona. So, him being a cattle rancher seems realistic. I was skeptical when he said Jersey cows, because what are the Jersey cows doing in Arizona? But I guess it's just a breed of cows. So, they could be in Arizona. What I'm not so sure about is everything in this story felt like it took place in the nineteenth century before Reddit. So that kind of makes me feel like this is a fake creepy pasta. Like he's like on the ranch with his horse and has a revolver instead of just like, I don't know, a glock. what do what but, do people- What do you
2: know about guns? <laughs> okay, rebuttal over here. <laughs> First off my unfiltered, response to that story I believed it from the get-go about where the place was and that there would be farmers there and or ranchers and whatever it's called cows those things yes animals are in Arizona that sorry I'm
0: specifically cows though
2: hold on let me catch my breath
0: those are the big ones that go moo
2: and to JJ's point about it seeming like in a different century like my grandfather and my mother were raised on a farm and it's still totally normal we're just so like city minded it's hard to imagine that people still use those terms but it's very common and it sounded like
0: grandparents like three generations ago were raised on a farm
2: no my literal mother was raised on a farm and her father was a cowboy like he his job was to wrangle in um the cows from the pasture or bulls or whatever and he like had a whip and he rode bareback and he or saddled didn't matter. He could do both. And he had the little lasso thing. I saw my mom lasso a goat once because the goat was bothering all the other animals and we didn't know where the goat came from. So I totally think that sounded like a pretty simple realistic story.
0: My other qualm was he he said that he didn't know where the horse came from because it was he was in a really thick forest. Mm-hmm. in Arizona? That maybe I don't I've only really been to Phoenix in Arizona, but like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of thick forests, you know? I'm going to give Cat 100 points
1: because JJ used his phone in that before we clarified the rules. Cat, so <laughs> you have 100 points. Now yes. I don't actually know if the story is real or not. That's the fun of the game. We all decide together. Personally, I like I believe it in a sense that i've watched enough longmire and yellowstone to know that people still live that ranch life so i do believe that to me it does feel a little too cinematic that like he had a uh a we're, you know like with a ghost but it's cool you know if somebody told us that on our podcast i'd probably believe it in print it makes it a little easier for me
0: to to like yeah you know what else weirds me out about the story is the minute he sees a human silhouette he shoots at it
2: no he just he draws did, his gun right he, he did not shoot he didn't shoot and a revolver is a common name for a gun these days still not just in the ancient times mm. but also if they were trying to like make a creepy pasta story that's all they got like that's the lamest like trying to make up a creepy story ever you know what i mean they i they would have been like and then my horse started, like, you know, his eyes went white. you know. I should submit to that.
0: You what, what exactly do we mean by creepy pasta? Like yeah,
1: I so know what it is. That's, a, that's a good question. So creepy pasta is technically just any scary literature or pictures that people put out on the internet, um, it could be creepypasta could even technically be real. Uh, um, but for the name of this game, it works better if it's real or creepy. So it's fake pastas is our definition of this. Gotcha, second.
2: gotcha, gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that makes sense. And I think that that was a real story that someone was like, this is the Reddit forum where I should post my real experience. And see what people think.
1: You know what, cat. That's it, another hundred points to you for being so uh, kind about the game. <laughs> 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 I think this
0: game is bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. On to our second story. Now, this one's a little shorter, um, but I thought it was super interesting and I feel like we will all enjoy this one. So this one was submitted on Reddit by Claudia Insights. The title is I Had an Encounter with departed president John F. Kennedy while working at Parkland Hospital. So already from the title, you got me on this one. I was interested, so.
2: It's real, I'm just (laughs) kidding.
1: So they say two years ago, right before COVID became a full on pandemic, I was sitting in my private office at Old Parkland Hospital in Dallas, Texas, when I heard the very clear and loud voice of former president John F. Kennedy. As I looked up, his head appeared right in front of me with a translucent body. He said, in the end, all will be well. Don't you fret, but do sound the alarm, ma'am. I don't know if that's what he sounded like. Wait, did he, he said all will be well, but sound the alarm? That's what, that's what the individual, she said. Yeah. At the time of the apparition, I was analyzing a report of ER patients and worried about the trends I was seeing in relation to this new and relatively unknown coronavirus illness. I sensed that the patients we were seeing trickle into the ER would become a tsunami of patients. President Kennedy gave me the courage to sound the alarm. I sent an email to my VP and several other hospital leaders. I told my VP that I had a premonition and communication from my spirit guides that we were underprepared and that this virus would change everything globally. He knew I was a psychic medium, so he altered For those in the know, after President Kennedy was shot in Dallas by Lee Harvey Oswald, he was taken to allegedly, (laughs) he was taken to old Parkland hospital where he subsequently succumbed to his injuries. Turns out my office is less than 20 feet from what would have been the operating room where JFK died. It was converted to part of a conference room and hallway today, a small plaque remains I must have walked past the plaque 100 times and never paid any attention to it until JFK asked me to walk there. He led me to his plaque. This incident gave me great comfort to know that President Kennedy was still visiting Parkland and trying to help humanity and spirit. This experience gives new meaning to servant spirit. By the way, there have been many reported sightings of him throughout the years. Okay, so this one's a little different than the last story, right? It's a little grandiose, a little big, the kind of thing that floats my boat. So, Kat, um, we started with JJ last time, so let's mm-hmm. start with you this time. How, how are you feeling about this one?
2: This is a, this is a harder one because it just feels very, like, tropey, you know? His head, his entire, like, ghost head came to her, and, it, and then he's been seen before. But at the same time, there's so many like weird details about it. And, you know, I emailed so and so and said I was this, and he believed me because they just know me to be a medium. Kind of reminds me of some stories we've heard before. She might really believe that that happened, but am I going to find a way to trick myself into thinking these are all real experiences that people have had?
0: Seems like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm going to, I think that there's too, too many. Li- um tropes from the actual jfk stuff events so i'm i'm gonna say creepy pasta creepy pasta
1: creepy pasta yeah i pictured like a bust of his head like floating around yes which is also really fun (laughs) all right jj well that's kind of stole your thunder there coming in with a skeptic view well
0: you don't know what i'm gonna say I mean, as Kat was talking about that, I received a premonition from my spirit guide, which was the head of uh, Gerald Ford. I thought you were going to say Lee Harvey
2: Oswald. <laughs> that would have been smarter. No, it, was,
0: it was Gerald Ford. <laughs> what did Mr. Ford, President Ford say to you? Gerald Ford told me that it was it was fake. He said that was a creepy pasta for sure. What really lost me was when she emailed her boss at the hospital and was like, oh, we better take this pandemic seriously because JFK told me and her boss took her seriously, which maybe, I don't know, maybe that's how you get people in Texas to take a pandemic seriously is you just tell them that a ghost told you it was a real thing. Well, not just any ghost. The ghost JFK. of JFK. Also, I I feel like the way JFK in the story says ma'am is like a real Texas thing. And JFK being from Boston, I'm just I just have a hard time picturing the authentic JFK saying, everything will be all right, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, which maybe had more to do with your JFK impersonation than with, with the story itself. But. <laughs> I have no idea what JFK sounds like. Can you do? it? Can y'all do one? Ask not what your country can do. That's terrible. I sound more Southern than you do. I don't know. No,
2: but I could do. Happy birthday, Mr. President.
0: Oh, Marilyn! Not in front of Jackie. (laughs) You.
2: Way to ruin it.
0: All right. So that's
2: happy birthday to you. So
1: that's two fake creepy pastas. Um, if I was playing the game, I would agree with both of you as well. It's time to hand out the points for this round. <laughs> JJ, You or I'm sorry, Kat. You are awarded one point. JJ, you are awarded one hundred and ninety nine points. That mean Kat wins by two points.
2: Wait, this Does you give already me won that. But I only got a hundred.
1: You got two hundred no. points last round.
2: Oh, woo! <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Good, good game. <laughs> JJ, you don't look as impressed. I'm just happy I got 100 points. JJ no, is, 199 points.
1: JJ, it's not about who wins. It's about how you play the game.
2: And it's about who wins.
0: I won the ultimate prize, which was a real haunting experience because Gerald Ford came to me during the game. He, We did learn
1: that he is your spirit guy. Yeah. So audience, if you want to play along at home, make sure you email us at realhauntingspodcast at, at gmail.com and let us know which store you believe is a real haunting or a fake creepy pasta. Till next time, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. And I'm Kat.